Good morning and welcome to the Staff Lounge. We are here with you guys listening. JC and I, we've put in a lot of time this year complaining, dreaming, processing, laughing. Those are my favorite things, by the way. Complaining is one of your favorite complaining, things? Complaining, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it leads to solutions to problems, right? That's true. And you have to be able to get stuff off of your chest. Yeah, it's healthy. It's not complaining. I shouldn't use that word. I should use the troubleshooting. Collaborating. That's my C word. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, welcome, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about in-service days and how we use in-service days. But first, I'm going to let JC lead us in our fun, adventurous collaboration. You are so ridiculous. You can tell it's been a long day today. Dude, All right, guys, uh, instead of doing a top five, um, one of our listeners recommended that we do a never have I ever for teachers. So I found a few and I will uh, say the never have I ever and then we'll both respond and say if we've done it or not. Oh, OK. Do we have yeah. to be honest? Yes. OK. None of them are something that, you know, would really be a big deal. OK. OK. Never have I ever had a nightmare about school. Always. I have. <laughs> yep. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much, once school starts and like the week before school starts, I have pretty constant nightmares about school. Um, unfortunately, uh, I take Ambien to sleep and some of them are really funky nightmares about school. Mine so, are usually um, like every yeah. Sunday night. Ugh. I think it's the fact that I have two days off to like brainstorm and think about things and then it's like that sunday night where you wake up and it's like oh it's one oh it's 2 30 oh it's 3 45 oh it's 4 15 hmm, is it worth it for me to go back to sleep that's that's my life sunday nights are the worst for me i feel you yeah i kind of figured we both would have had nightmares um here's the next one never have i ever been so hungry i made it an impromptu snack time for the whole class uh, no, because I'll just have snack on my own. <laughs> I have done this where I've said, oh, it's snack time. Oh, what'd you bring today, so-and-so? And then I'll just make sure that I get some. <laughs> oh, that's nice. No, I'm, I'm usually just like, okay, you guys, keep working. Uh, I'll be right with you. I'm gonna have a snack. Yeah. <laughs> they know um, I'm there early and I usually don't have breakfast. So there you go. Um... Never have I ever fallen asleep somewhere in the school. Ooh, no. I have. I'll admit it. I haven't. I have been super sick and gone to school before. And I remember I had an hour-long special and I set my alarm and I sat under my desk and I... Ooh, good for you. I've been tempted, but I've never done it. But I mean, it was one of those days where if calling in sick wasn't harder than going to work like I should have. Yeah. You know, like that's something that happens to us all the time as teachers is it's so much easier to suffer through the day than to write sub plans. Well, and that's the worst. Yes. Everything is just miserable. But I'm pretty sure it was within my first like five years of teaching and mm. sub plans were not like an easy thing for me to do. And well, they're still not. No, no, no. 25 sure. years later. Yeah. Right. But I've uh, never okay. fallen asleep. No. Well, good for you. <laughs> Um, two more. Never have I ever taken food from a student. Wait, I need clarification. And eaten it? Or like... It doesn't say. That's what I was thinking was like, I'm taking part of your kind of thing. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. Have I haven't. No. 
I have had a student, I have commented on a student's lunch and was like, whoa, look at those Oreos. And then the next day they're like, Ma, I brought extra Oreos for you, Mrs. Anderson. Oh, but, uh, sweet. <laughs> but I've never taken something from a student that was like their lunch. <laughs> well, you know, now that you say, I think I had a student a number of years ago, gosh, maybe 22 years ago now, who was back then considered a fragile diabetic and legitimately would bring just the worst stuff for a diabetic to eat. And so I may have collected it and like traded it out for something responsible, but I didn't oh, take it yeah. and eat it. I gotcha. That okay. makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and I have taken things and said, oh, you can take that home and have it. Mm-hmm. But no, you may not have a two liter soda for lunch, mm-hmm. that kind of thing before, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I didn't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, last one, uh, never have I ever taken food from the staff refrigerator that was... Ooh, no. I usually don't like to go into the staff refrigerator because it's usually like just nasty stuff. Me either, but I probably, I will admit to maybe using someone's once. I don't know if that counts as food. Yeah. I mean, some days coffee is our only breakfast. Yeah. So I'm a bad person, I guess. (laughs) But we knew that. No, this is why you can relate to Schitt's Creek scene where, who ate my yogurt? I was going to eat yogurt after I ran. Yep. Ah! <laughs> or Lucifer, where Lucifer always takes uh, Dan stuff, too. Uh-huh. You mean Detective yeah. Douche? I'm sorry, Detective Douche. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So today we're going to talk about in-service days. And today we had what they um, call a gap day, which is like a grading day. Yeah. Which and is, it, um, yeah. why don't you talk to us about your gap day? So being in special education, teaching a um, self-contained classroom, I get the joy of doing all of my class grades as well as doing um, IEP progress reports. So my day was working on trying to get all of that finished, um, which I did. And I'm very proud of myself. Uh I got all that done. I also had a couple of impromptu meetings um, and I still have things that I didn't get done. I mean, it's never enough time. I mean, that's the hard thing is that, you know, it's never enough time to get everything done. But um, so, yeah, I mean, one nice thing was I actually got a lunch. I bought lunch for my teaching assistants. I paid and they went and picked it up. Mm-hmm. So we got to sit and have lunch together. And that was really nice. That's cool. Which usually never happens. We usually never get to, like, sit and, like, have a social lunch. Oh, definitely not. Um, I'd like to clarify for the audience that we're in very different places. Um, Contracted uh, teachers with a union have very specific guidelines for these days. This is an official work day. Uh, Teachers are supposed to be there from their reporting time until their dismissal time. Um, Oftentimes, principals have expectations of, like, I need your grades by this time. Um, Grades are officially due by Monday afternoon. Right. Um, I will share that, well, before we move on, are there any other guidelines for today that I'm forgetting? No, I mean, really... Um, we don't want our district to take these days away. So, I mean, it's definitely a day where you're supposed to be working the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
that has maybe not always been the case in all buildings, but I know that I was at work early and I stayed until five today. Like I definitely worked my time. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So, um, without a contract, well, without a union, my new situation is very much more relaxed. Um, our, our school follows the public school in that today was our in-service day. We had no meetings. Uh, in fact, last night we got an email pretty late, I would say maybe like nine, that said, hey, tomorrow is your day. You come in whenever you need to, whenever you want to. You can work on grades. You can work on your prepping for your conferences. You can work on your data, you know, data entry. Um, you can prep for the next couple of weeks, like whatever you need. This is your day. Enjoy. And it was like, hmm, okay. Not, you must be here. I'm going to come check in your room to make sure you're here by 830, your reporting time. And I will have a 315 staff meeting to make sure everyone's here at the end of the day. You know, like there's some buildings that that's how that stuff works. Um, I will say that I spent a lot of time this summer um, looking at my curriculum and I worked diligently, like really disgustingly, honestly. I wouldn't usually admit it, but I have a very, very complete uh, curriculum map of what I'm supposed to be doing between this month and this month. And um, I have some fabulous parent volunteers who one a day has signed up on sign, sign up genius from nine to 10. They're there, they work, they get this done, get that done. And I've been collecting this stuff. And today I was able to lay out, you know, put 12 desks in a row, kind mm -hmm. of had to arc it a little bit. And then I put a sticky note on each desk with the Monday of each of the weeks that are coming up. I I literally laid out my spelling. I laid out my um, reading lessons, my math, my social studies, my science, and like book report packets. I have everything run off. And then what I did was sat at desk number one. And I opened up my lesson plan template and I typed in what those things were that we were going to be doing. And then I turned, you know, grabbed all my stuff, turned to the side, put it in the hanging files. It took about two or three hanging folders per week. And all of my stuff through Christmas break, I have run off and done. Now, I'm going to back up and say like, there's a couple of math things that I didn't run off. It's written on the lesson plans, you know, work on the metric system. Well, depending on how the kids are doing with decimals the week before, I may want to do this metric system thing or I'm going to do this other metric system thing, you know. So um, it's new to my students. Um, so I'm really excited about everything that I got completed. And, and as I would finish a week, I would push print on my lesson plan template. It would print down on the color copier. 
I would go down, staple it, put the date and my name at the top, and put it in my principal's mailbox, and then walk down with my copy and put it in my lesson plan folder or my binder. And I mean, I've already given my principal my lesson plans for this next quarter. I'm so jealous. I mean, um, my rep- my grades and report cards were done before today because I knew that all my um, SPED paperwork would take all day. Yeah. But um, I don't get more time than a gen ed teacher. I just have that additional, you know, paperwork to get done. Yeah. So I'm super jealous. I don't even have next week planned, let alone a whole quarter of school. Well, I mean, here's my thing. I am always preparing for the unexpected, you know, and... Right now, I had the ability and I was the first person to really kind of organize how my parent volunteers were going to work. And because I was the first one, I was kind of like the dummy, you know, okay, this isn't working. We need to stagger it or, oh, this is great, but everybody has planning time right then. So move your time, Marcy. And it has worked out so great that I was able to kind of look ahead and front load. I knew where I was going to be going with some things. So I was able to, the last three weeks, put it out there. My parent prepped it. And then I've just been collecting it, collecting it, collecting it, knowing today I was going to be able to just plop it out and go. Now, I don't know that December, you know, whenever, whatever, right before break, I'm going to be this organized for January, but I would hope that I am. Oh, I bet you will be. I know you. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, it was good. It was, I mean, I feel like I got a, a lot accomplished. I'm going to tell you that um, the one thing I'd hoped to do was introduce to our staff, introduce to our staff how to vertically plan and like have a conversation as me with, as a fourth grade and, uh, then her, you know, my fifth grade friend, uh, Carolyn, and then Eddie, and have Anna, who's third grade. Like, we weren't able to do that today because everybody is in such a different place, and some people weren't there for the full time. But Carolyn and I were able to have a conversation. She asked me a couple of things. I showed her what I was doing, and I've been very open about, like, hey, would this be helpful for the kids in fifth grade? Because this is what I'm doing in fourth grade. I've opened up the conversation for us to be able to build on, you know, from one year to the other, like the way I have my kids practicing their spelling. It's been huge for their note-taking. It's been huge for their formatting and laying out their papers. And I can really see a difference in just their ability to self-manage and like uh, spatial awareness has been different. And I am I had a conversation with the third grade teacher about it. And she took my, you know, how I have the kids practice and she's going to modify it. And her kids will then, what she does will build into what I'm doing. And awesome. the fifth grade teacher took a copy and she's like, what if I just have the kids continue to do this next year? Like, dude, you're going to already have it working for you. She's just going to lay in her level of spelling, vocabulary, you know. I My kids are high enough that right now the basic spelling list, they can pass. So I've modified my spelling, 20 spelling words each week 
to relate to either what we're currently doing, you know, like if we're talking about the colonies, our spelling is colonist words. If we're going to be going into um, an SEL lesson on emotional vocabulary, well, I'm going to front load with the spelling and use emotional vocabulary so we can actually have a conversation with the terms that we had last week. And it's been working out great because, you know, usually spelling words are standalone things and having it be something the kids can apply in a conversation, whether it's a Socratic conversation or just, you know, them helping each other in a social studies or a science lesson, they, it, it just is practice for them using it daily. And I yeah, it makes more sense than just being a list of random words. Right. Well, and I mean, if you think about it, 20 spelling words and then five social studies words and you've got science words or you have math terms, like that becomes a lot of new words each week. Mm-hmm. So I just made the decision of like, we're going to be working on academic vocabulary and that's going to be how it is. And it was pretty darn amazing. It, or it has been this first quarter. So, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to summarize about uh, the use of an in-service day? I mean, I guess I just want to say that they're really, they really are important. And it's something that I'm really grateful that I have a union that is fighting for that for me. Um, I do wish that sometimes there was a little more freedom because um, a lot of our in-service days aren't days like today where I could grade and work on what I needed to. Yeah. Like next Friday, we're going to have a specific training on a specific thing that may not apply to me, but I still have to do it, you know? So, um, yeah. but it's, it's an important thing and I really think we should have more of them if we can, but you know, I'm, I don't make all the rules. Right. I but, get um, it. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, um, I would love to have a conversation with you about going from public school to private and our thoughts, our conversation about as a private school person moving to public school, what would be some suggestions? What would be some questions we would want to ask? And I mean, it really is a very different environment. I hadn't realized. I knew it was going to be different. I didn't know quite how different. And I would love for our listeners to bring up some questions that they would like to have discussed about that. There's going to be a lot of public school openings next year, people. Yes, there will. I know someone who just scheduled their retirement appointment today. Uh, me too. <laughs> it would be me. I don't it, care if people. It would be you. And I love Yeah, that. I'm excited. I can't, I'm going to talk to someone in two weeks. That's great. You're going to have to update us. Yeah, I will. Um, and you know what I will say is that it's a really sad situation when only one person in my life, including all the people on Facebook that, you know, I'm friends with, only one person is really like fighting me on this. And that would be my mother. Um, she doesn't want me to retire, but everybody else is supportive and also very, very jealous. Well, here's the thing um, about moms. Moms are going to worry. My oh, mom worried and I was already at 25 years. Yeah. But, you know, anybody who knows your passion 
anybody who knows your dedication, anybody who knows the amount of time that you put in and really what you're getting back, it's it's unfortunate. And yeah. you deserve better. Everybody and, does. And, and nothing's for sure yet, you know, like, but it's one, it's a thought that's kind of keeping me going at the moment. And yeah. it, it does make me sad. But, but uh, let me tell you, it's, it's great. There's going to be a lot of cool quilt projects coming out of this. And you don't know how many people are like, are you going to do what Marcy did? Right. <laughs> so I just say, you never know. You never know what's going to happen, right? That's right. Yeah. Totally. Maybe we're going to have to go teach in Mexico. Oh, my gosh. That would be I fun. We could do it from our place. True. Okay, girl. Thank you for the um, have you ever. I've never actually really officially played that game. Oh, yeah, the never have I ever. Yeah, someone suggested it, and I know that there are a lot of fun ones out there, so yeah. we might do it again. Sounds great. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let us know if you have any topics you want us to discuss. Let us know if you have any suggestions on games to play and anything else, articles to read. We'll do it. For sure. Have a good one. All right. Yeah, have a good one.